Hello, and welcome to the Joy Lutheran Church podcast, a podcast of the weekly sermons. Here at Joy, we believe we are called to experience faith, know love, and share joy with all people for the sake of this world God loves. We are glad you are here. Let's listen. Hello and welcome to the Joy Lutheran Podcast. I'm intern Kristen Boland and today's readings will be from James and Mark. James chapter 2 verses 1 through 17. My brothers and sisters, do you with your acts of favoritism really believe in your glorious Lord Jesus Christ? For if a person with gold rings and in fine clothes comes into your assembly, And if a poor person in dirty clothes also comes in, and if you take notice of the one wearing the fine clothes and say, have a seat here, please, while to the other one who is poor, you say, stand there or sit at my feet. Have you not made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brothers and sisters, has not God chosen the poor in the world to be rich in faith? and to be heirs of the kingdom that he has promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor. Is it not the rich who oppress you? Is it not they who drag you into court? Is it not they who blaspheme the excellent name that was evoked over you? You do well if you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you show partiality, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become accountable for it all. Now, if you do not commit adultery, but if you murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. So speak and so act as those who are judged by the law of liberty. For judgment will be without mercy to anyone who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but you do not have works? Can faith save you? If a brother or a sister is naked and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm, eat your fill, and yet you do not supply their bodily needs, what is the good of that? So faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. And from our gospel, Mark 7, 24 through 37. Jesus set out and went away to the region of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know he was there. Yet he could not escape notice. But a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately heard about him, and she came and bowed down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile, a Syrophoenician. She begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, let the children be fed first, for is it not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs? But she answered him, sir, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, for saying that, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. So she went home, found the child lying on the bed, and the demon gone. Then Jesus returned from the region of Tyre and went by way of Sidon toward the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Decapolis. 
they brought to him a deaf man who had an impediment in his speech, and they begged him to lay hands on him. He took him aside in a private way, away from the crowd, and put his fingers into his ears, and he spat and touched his tongue. Then looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Epaphatha, that is, be open. And immediately his ears were opened, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. Then Jesus ordered them to tell no one. But the more he ordered them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. They were astounded beyond measure, saying, He has done everything well. He even makes the deaf to hear, the mute to speak. Have you ever said a harsh word? Ever been unkind to someone? Maybe you were tired or hungry or frustrated. Maybe life was overwhelming or the person was bothering you. Sometimes we're harsh to people because we don't like them. Maybe we don't even know them, but we know people we think are like them. Sometimes we treat people harshly just because they're from a certain place or they look a certain way or believe something different than we do. Today's scripture reading is a hard one to understand. Jesus behaves differently than we usually like to think about him. A woman comes and asks him to heal her sick child, and he compares her and her child to dogs. Yikes, that doesn't sound like Jesus. It certainly doesn't work well with the WWJD, what would Jesus do, bracelets that were so popular a few years back. So what is going on in this story? Well, first we need to know something about where Jesus was at the time and who this woman was. This woman was not a Jew. In fact, the story makes a point of telling us that she is a Syrophoenician. This means that she's a Greek, and Jesus is in Greek territory. Actually, he's in the countryside on the outskirts of a wealthy city, Tyre. I think we in this area know a few things about being in a rural area outside of a city which has some wealth. As I was preparing for this sermon, I learned that the people of Tyre, who were Greek, regularly purchased their food from the surrounding rural areas, and that they paid prices which were much higher than the people in the rural area could afford. This led to a dynamic where the Jewish people and some Greeks in the rural area were laboring to grow food they could not afford to eat. So Jesus is in this area outside of Tyre, hiding out with some of his Jewish friends, and this Greek woman finds him and asks him to heal her daughter. Initially, he gives her a harsh word. He is, in a not-so-kind fashion, says, You already have everything. Your people take advantage of my people. We don't even have enough to eat, and now you want what I have come here to give to my poor friends. No, what I bring is for them. It's not yours. But the woman doesn't back down. She does not accept no for an answer. In fact, she offers a sound response. Even the dogs get to eat the scraps from the children's table. Maybe what she's saying could be translated to, I don't get to eat first. I might be Greek, but I'm not wealthy and I'm not free of suffering. My daughter is struggling and I can't help her but I know that you can. 
In a sense, this woman reminds Jesus that God's promises are for all people. And he listens. This woman, through her persistent efforts, through her strong voice, snaps Jesus out of his cranky moment and back to his work. Jesus tells the woman, for saying that, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. Jesus again demonstrates love of neighbor and maybe even love of enemy. Through the woman's advocacy, he sees the suffering she and her daughter are experiencing, despite their status as Greeks in a world set up for Greeks. We don't know the details of the woman's story, but we do know that at first glance, Jesus did not want to help her. He seems to have judged her by her ethnicity and therefore her perceived privilege. Yet despite any privilege she may have had, she also had deep suffering suffering which Jesus chose to hear and heal. Sometimes it's the hearing that's hard for us. How often would we rather hold on to our assumptions or opinions rather than dig in and get to know a person or even a group of people? We can be guilty of speaking a harsh word about or to people without listening to the truth of their story. I was reminded this week of a mistake of judgment I sometimes make about a group of people. Teenagers with cell phones. When I see teenagers laying around with their phones in their hands, I automatically assume they are on social media or otherwise wasting time. Am I alone in that? Typically, if I'm at home and the said teenagers are my beloved children, I have been known to offer a harsh word sometimes very similar to what Jesus said to the Syrophoenician woman. And just like Jesus, sometimes I am very wrong. Sometimes those teenagers are doing something productive, like learning how to repair something or sending a message to their grandma. Sometimes they're checking their grades or their work schedules or researching something of interest. Sometimes, like Jesus, I have to back down and change my mind and my behavior. I could avoid this problem if instead I took a moment to ask and listen. If I had an open mind to learning what they have to say about their situation instead of passing a harsh judgment, I could avoid being a cranky mom. Maybe that's the point of this story. Maybe we can hear a bit of ourselves in Jesus when we read about him judging someone, speaking a harsh word. Hopefully, we can also be encouraged to listen and to change our minds, to be open to new information about someone's story. And hopefully, when we realize we are wrong, we can change direction. The freedom we have in being joined with Jesus is the freedom to try again. Through Jesus' death and resurrection, we are set free to live for others. This grace has all come from God, and it flows through us and into us. We don't have to be perfect. But as the Apostle James reminds us, because of our faith, good works should be noticeable in us. So when you notice yourself harboring judgments, speaking a harsh word, or not listening to another, try again. Remember this human story of Jesus, this story where he listens and changes his behavior. 
I guess it does work for the What Would Jesus Do bracelets after all. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Here at Joy, we are committed to living out our faith in love, joy, and service to our neighbors and the world. You can learn more about Joy Lutheran Church by visiting our website, joylutheranwi.org, or on Facebook, Instagram, or in person at the Joy Building located on Highway 35 in Centuria, Wisconsin. We look forward to being with you again next week. Go in peace.